that today is the feast day of St. Philip Neri. Um, and I want to say a few words about him, about how he did evangelization, as you do, in a similar way to how you do, and how he had great fruitfulness, great success, just as focus does. Now, St. Philip Neri, one of his titles, great titles, is the second apostle of Rome. Now, the first apostle of Rome was obviously St. Peter, who was the one who took the gospel there. But by the time of St. Philip in the 16th century, Rome had become, in religion, a a decadent, a, a godless place. And how great must someone be to be so effective in their apostolate that they get to be called the second apostle of Rome? So what did he do? And let me try and map out for you how he was similar in so much of what he did to focus. Well, first, kind of obviously, he... He didn't just continue doing more of the same. He did new apostolic strategies that he developed. That he focused his apostolates on the youth, the the future, on the laity. Does that sound like any group you know? That he invested, he invested a huge amount of energy and formation in a small group of people in his oratory and those who, the laity that came there, and that that rippled out spiritual multiplication all over the city. And he did this not by his own power, but by his and his group's unity with the Lord, that he founded an oratory, a house of prayer, in the midst of the city. That they didn't say, Rome is corrupt, we are fleeing to the countryside to found a monastery. No, there in the midst of the people, incarnational evangelization, there in the midst of the people, he built a house of prayer and was intimate with the Lord. Well, what about focus? Well, you don't know me, but I knew Focus years back. I was chaplain back in 2003 in Helena, Montana, and a few years after that. I've been 15 years in England, and now I'm back here with you. And I want to kind of illustrate my point by sharing with you a few observations of of what I see between back then you know, 18 years ago, and now. The first thing I want to say to you is that there's, there's nothing like focus in all the world. That I've not seen the whole world, but I have traveled. I've seen a lot of the new ecclesial movements. I've been a part of a, a number of them. And there's nothing. You know, some of them have the vision of the new evangelization. Some of them have the the, the desire for it and the the goal. But in terms of mapping out strategies, new strategies for our era, for our culture, 
Nothing's got it put together the way, way Curtis has done it for you in focus. My, my second observation is that focus now in 2021 is still very obviously the same organization that I encountered in 2003. That I can remember back then when there were only 60, 60 missionaries, they were concerned then about the rapid growth and about whether if focus continued to grow, it would be able to hold its identity, keep its vision. And yet, what have I seen? Well, I've been here a week, and in that week I didn't meet a single missionary I knew before. But all of the new missionaries were talking about the exact same things as the missionaries back then were talking about. Talking about the same strategies that the missionaries back then were talking about. Talking about the same lifestyle that they've been living now as back then. That the focus today is the same focus. And that's a colossal achievement. Now my third and last observation, what has changed from the focus I first met to now? Well, I look out now and I don't see 60 missionaries, but I see 500. And I know there's another 500 training on another campus. That focus works. So to close, coming back to St. Philip Neri, that the comparison I'm trying to make to you is that, that he followed strategies very close to your own even if Curtis has refined them even further. That he lived divine intimacy with the Lord in his oratories, his houses of prayer. He lived in the midst of the city doing incarnational evangelization with the people. He invested a lot of energy in a small number. He, he win, won them, built them, sent them, formed the laity did that spiritual multiplication in his day too. And he became Rome's second apostle. And I guess America never had a first apostle, but I think you are privileged to be what future historians may well look back and say this was the generation the first apostles, making the new evangelization something that changed America. That do you realize how, how, how blessed you are to be a part of this great movement?